Hello and welcome to Go With The Energy Flow podcast. I'm Allie. And Ran Nguyen. And our intention through this podcast is to deliver high vibe content that you can listen to whenever you want to learn something new, have fun, raise your vibration, or if you just need some support on your spiritual journey. So we're very excited to combine our two different perspectives and deliver some great insights to you all. So thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to episode number 21. This is a Random Ramblings episode number three, where Lynn and I are just going to pull some cards from our uh, Oracle decks and just talk about what messages come up. Um, and any, it's gonna, it's almost like an intuitive channeling, if you will. Um, so any, any messages that you may hear could be a message for you. If not, if it doesn't resonate, then it's likely a message for someone else. So we're going to start now with um, pulling Oracle cards for both of us. So, and just tie in the messages. <laughs> yes. I love these kinds of episodes. They're just like so much fun. It's kind of like on the fly sort of episodes. So. Yeah. It's raw and real and I really like it. Yeah. It's super fun. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Allie is our first flying out. How many flew out? <laughs> I had two fly out. I was only trying to get one, but we'll do two. <laughs> they might go together. What's that? They might go together. Very true. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like those ones. And they're, it's, it's interesting because they're both yellow background with a circle um, in the back. And there's a, the Kundalini snake mm-hmm. in the Ankh, the Egyptian Ankh. That's cool. Like what card did you pull? I didn't pull any. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we're riding on you, girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even have my deck in this room. It's okay. I'll, I'll start talking on the ones I pulled. Um, <laughs> I got Cloak of Wisdom and then Love and Acceptance. So Cloak of Wisdom is you already know the answer you seek. Trust what you know. And then Love and Acceptance is love is yours. Recognize your divine worth and choose loving thoughts. Um, so I think these definitely go hand in hand because, um, truth and love in my brain are like the same or one and the same, because I feel like at our, at our core, we're, we're love. And then at our core, we're truth. And I think, um, knowing, trusting yourself is to know and love yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think like knowing your worth and knowing that you do already have all the answers. And I mean, while it's nice to look outside of yourself for answers and look to others for inspiration, um, you are essentially like the one person that knows exactly what you need in that moment, especially intuitively. Like if you close your eyes and really like look inside, um, you know yourself better than any guru can tell you. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> no and it's true though because it's like and like how I think wisdom and love go together is just like from each relationship you learn something and whether that be like friendship or family or like romantic partners um you learn something from each relationship and then with each relationship you grow wiser and wiser yeah totally and I, I feel like relationships, I think we, we might have talked about this on a previous podcast, but relationships are such 
amazing catalyst for, for growth. And um, I feel like through knowing another person, it's like we eventually, like we get closer to ourselves too, because we know, like we can, we see ourselves and other people. And I feel like that's a lot of the times why we, um, I mean, it sounds, it may sound, I don't want it to sound self-centered though, but, um, but when you, when you look, when you admire someone or you admire their beauty or you admire their wisdom or you admire, um, something about them, it's because that is like golden aspect of yourself. And it's something that maybe isn't expressed as much as you'd like it to be, but it is within you. Um, so I feel like that's, yeah, it's like when you, when you're conscious of that, you can learn more, even more about yourself. Like I'm really attracted to people that are super self-confident and just leaders. And I think that maybe that is an awakening within myself and I'm trying to pull more of that um, out because throughout our lives we get conditioned and all of that. And so that kind of gets pushed down, like maybe our confidence gets pushed down or like leadership gets pushed down. Yeah, for sure. And there's actually like this little, it's not like a saying, but it's like this phrase where it's like the love of wisdom. And it's just Mm -hmm. like the love of like knowledge and things, like how things work, why things are the way they are. And I think that also goes together with like ourself, like being ourself, um, because we're always trying to like grow and how try to figure out like, why do we react or why are we the way we are? And so I think that relates to yeah, totally. And when you're saying that, I was thinking of that that quote where um, to know thyself is to love thyself or to love thyself is to know thyself. I don't know. It's it's probably goes both ways, but that made me think of that. Yeah, it makes sense though. Anyway, I, think, like, the, I think love and wisdom definitely go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wisdom is the the crown chakra essentially. So it's like and you're connected to source, which is infinite, unconditional love. So it definitely goes hand in hand. I really like that. And, and obviously, okay. the love is the heart chakra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think they're all like in my like when I see the when I see the chakras, I feel like they're all just like one big line. I know they're like individual centers, but I, they're just so interconnected. It's um, like all the meridians and channels they're all connected on. I feel like. Um, I almost feel like they're all just one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Especially the upper ones. The upper ones just really feel like all one chakra to me. Yeah. I yeah. haven't done self-reiki for like ever. I feel like I need to do that. Especially oh my throat. Gosh. Because like my throat's so like it's acting up. It's so weird these days. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. That is so funny you mentioned that because I was just talking to my mom about that today um, because she's also getting her Reiki certification. Um, and I was... She's like, you know, they, they say that you need to do self-reiki every day, um, sometimes twice a day. And I'm like, I know, you know? <laughs> she's like lecturing me in, in, the, in a kind way, obviously. But um, I was like, ah, yeah, I do need to self-reiki. So that's really funny you mentioned that because this is my second sign today that I need to do some reiki on myself. Yeah, like I, I've been getting little signs all over the place. Like even this first thing, like when I open Instagram, the first post I see is about Reiki. I'm like, okay, yes, I get it, universe. <laughs> Do the Reiki. Yeah. It, it is funny though, like when you first get your Reiki certification, you you expect, like you almost like make a commitment to yourself. You're like, I am going to do self-reiki daily. Like I'm going to commit to doing this for myself and so I can help heal others. But then you get kind of like 
swept up in helping heal others or you get swept up in the 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 um, day-to-day activities of regular life, you know, and you just forget to kind of like schedule that in. Um, and I hate to say schedule it in because it should be like in our spiritual, spiritual practice, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. It's like um, after my like level one and two Reiki certifications, like we were supposed to do like 21 days of self Reiki for initiation or something. And like 21 straight days. And I think I did like five. Because, hey, that's better than zero. <laughs> I was just like, how do people do 21 straight days? And honestly, like, every, like, people are always like, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. But when you really think about it, it's just like, sometimes, like, you feel like you don't have enough time, but you're just kind of filling in that spare time with mindless activities. Like, for me, for instance, I find myself binging on Netflix all the time. So Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, it's like, are we making the time for it, basically? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I don't know, I when I think about my day, it's like, what did I do all day? Like, I feel like I did nothing. It's mostly because I didn't. (laughs) No, you're, you're, you're super busy. I was just telling them, like, before we, we started recording that she does a lot and she doesn't give herself enough credit. Because I mean, I didn't tell her that, but I said that she does a lot. But She really doesn't give herself give herself enough, enough credit. Can't talk. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah. It's 21 days for is like the ultimate, um, amount of days to make the new habits. So I, that's probably why they, the 21 days for a self-initiation. I never had to do that for my Reiki certification, but, um, they just encouraged you to do it every day. So when you said 21 days is to like build a habit, it reminded me of this quote I saw that was like super awesome. It was like, it takes 21 days to build a habit, but 90 days to build a lifestyle. Mm, I love that. Yes. I love Dang, that. 90 days. Yeah. I'm trying was, to think of what I've done for 90 days. Like, um, probably journal. Like, that's, it's like num- num- my number one thing I, I do every single day. Yeah. Journal. Um, but I don't, med- I haven't meditated for 90 days straight. Like, there's always at least like one day, um, like within at, like 10 days, a 10 day span or something that I, I, don't do it because I'm like in a rush or something in the morning and I'm, and then I forget to do it at night. And then, yeah, yeah, I would like to commit to it for 90 days. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Like I can't think of like a single thing that I've done 90 days straight, like maybe reading. <laughs> yeah. Or waking up, <laughs> eating, eating. <laughs> like do those, do those um, regular tasks. Yeah. Count? <laughs> yeah. But like, I hope so. I <laughs> But it's just like one of those things that's like I, for like extra curricular. I don't even know I'm using that word. But like, <laughs> hey, because we're in earth school, duh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's just like one of those things, like hobbies or anything. Like I can't think of anything I've done for ninety days straight. And if my piano teacher actually heard me say that, she would like freak out because she like, to practice every day. <laughs> are, are you supposed to? You're supposed to practice daily, right? Yeah. Yeah. I practice like every third day. So, hey, that's that's better than nothing. It's okay. Um, I'm gonna pull another card. Do you have your oracle deck? Are you gonna pull another one? Can you pull one for me too? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'm I'm gonna pull one from the um, moon deck I have. So, ooh, I love the moon. Okay, so we have change. I feel like we might have done this one before. I feel like we have too. Okay, let me pull another one. (laughs) (laughs) Pull another card for Lynn. Ooh, okay, that one jumped out. Wisdom. Oh. Ooh, again? Wisdom, yeah. Well, this one's from a different deck. 
So it's definitely a message for, for somebody listening, um, or a message for us. Yeah. So, wisdom is more than knowledge. And the affirmation for this is I use my knowledge and experience to make wise decisions. Oh, I like that. And wisdom is gathered, but it takes time. You learn from your experience. You may wish to ask the opinion of a wise mentor if you are uncertain. And it's funny we were just talking about that. Um, yeah, like, what is your experience with, with um, mentors and, like, just having someone to kind of point out things to you that you may have not seen yourself? I think... For me personally, I think I have an issue with authority. (laughs) Like, um, and I I know, like, in terms of like mentors and coaches and stuff, they're like, they they help you reach your next level self for sure. But it's just one of those things where I don't really pay attention to what they have to say. Like, I've Mm -hmm. had coaches like coaches in the past, and it's just like at the time of our coaching call, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. I'm so totally motivated. I'm going to do everything you told me to do. And then like by day two, I'm just like, uh, I don't want to do anything. Like whatever. I'm not going to pay attention to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of why that is. Cause I, I have, I have a similar um, experience with that, but I feel like I really like I think I just like learning on my own terms, I guess is what it is. Maybe you're the same. Like maybe you just like self-learning. Yeah. And, um, I go with like, I definitely go with my own pace, like go at things at my own pace. Like if I don't feel like doing anything, like I don't want to do anything. And if you try to force me, like I might start resenting you for it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I think that's it. It's just like, I like to learn things by myself. And like, I think that's why I've always been attracted to like, online courses and like online jobs and stuff like that because I don't know it helps (laughs) yeah that makes sense though um it's almost like a maybe for for doing it for so long like in school it's almost like you're a little bit defiant now yeah (laughs) I think so I I feel the same way like I did not like I was a goody two-shoes in school but um it's, I think, I think it was only, it was pure, purely out of the fact that I just really love learning. So I would just like not make noises and just super intently listen to the teacher and pick up like what I, but only if the teacher was really passionate about what they were talking about, because if it was a teacher that didn't care, I could like sense it immediately. And I'm like, Oh, they don't care about the subject. So why should I care about the subject? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> when you're talking about school and paying attention to the teachers and like, you do it because you love learning. I remember in grade five, I used to try to bribe my teachers with like gift baskets to just pass me like for the grade. Like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, like my homeroom teacher. I just used that every single day for like months. I could give her like those mini gift baskets of like flowers and chocolates or whatever. And I swear the reason why I passed grade five is because I gave her gift baskets because I never did my homework in grade five. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I can't believe you. Bribing teachers. <laughs> well, I love it. That's awesome. I like I like the the rubble in you. I think it's I think it's great. Yeah. It's, um, it's fresh, you know. I like yeah. it. I think like but when I think about my school life, I always like when it was like say from elementary to high school the end of high school I didn't enjoy school like I didn't enjoy learning because I think it was just too structured 
But in university, I love my courses and I like did really well in university because I get to pick my own schedule, my own courses, and no one's like really breathing down my back to get things done. So yeah. Mm, it's interesting. You just like the flexibility and and um the online, like at your own pace kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, I do yeah. so too. I think I'm I'm like I like structure, but I also resent structure if that makes sense like it's too much structure I'm like oh but if I have zero structure I'm kind of like all over the place because I'm very like a a really avid daydreamer and like um my head's in the clouds a lot and like super in my upper chakras if you will and not very grounded to reality um yeah so I think I I dwell I like not dwell I like thrive under a tiny bit of structure but I get like, I buck when it comes to like too much structure, (laughs) like a happy medium, I guess, or like a happy, like low medium of structure. Do you still daydream a lot? Yes. Yeah. Me too. It was mainly in school though. Like I would, um, I was kind of way crazy in school. So I would daydream about like my crushes and them talking to me. And I actually just wrote a little bit on this because, um, I've been writing more on, um, like more nonfiction, I guess, and um, kind of like weaving in some of like the things I've learned to it. But I was thinking about how like in school, I would daydream about like my crushes. And then like a couple of days later, they would approach me, but they wouldn't do like, they wouldn't be like they were in my daydream. Like it's almost like, um, it was like a partial manifestation, I guess, you know, like I was manifesting, like daydreaming about them um, being like this, like, really polite, like charming man. And then they, or boy, I guess at the time. And then when they approach me, they just be like really like rude and like, um, not say hi to me in the halls and like, you know, I don't know, just be, be kind of like mean and rude to me. And I'm like, what the heck? I got like a partial manifestation. Well, I didn't really know about manifestation then, but I, it's, it's funny how that worked out. Like I'd be so excited about them approaching me, but then it wouldn't work out like it did in my head. (laughs) I know what you mean, <laughs> like, so much. Like, I think, I don't know how many times I told my husband this, but I was like, I wish I never, like, I, my, like, dreams were my real life because my dreams are awesome. Like, I love my dreams. They're amazing. And sometimes I wish I didn't wake up from them because it's like, so good. <laughs> yeah. I know it's so bad. But I'm just like, oh, I wish I could, like, sleep another 10 hours so I could finish this dream. Yeah, that's, you know, I've, I felt like that a lot. And um, I, I've read so many different like, conflicting things about this, but they say that like reality, like we're actually dreaming right now, but it's like a consistent dream or consecutive dream, I guess. Um, and then when we go and go to sleep at night, we're like connecting to the other realms and all of that and um, connecting to um, wisdom and like downloads and things, but our, our human brain like interprets it as we like so to, into something we understand or a subconscious mind might understand, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, if it was like exactly how it, how it is, it would be kind of overwhelming for us. So our human brain interprets it into things that we understand on earth, even if it doesn't like make sense, like string together. Cause you know, those crazy dreams that literally don't make sense, <laughs> yeah. but they still have some elements of like, real life in them like maybe there's like a flying dog or something like that's still like an element of real life as a dog like that's the real element and flying like I don't know I fly a lot in my dreams so but um 
I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I I know what you mean though, because like, I remember there was this one really vivid dream that I had. I think it was like a couple years ago now. And it was like me standing at the top of a cliff and like I was looking over the ocean and then I saw dolphins and I don't know what happened after that I forget now but I just remember it being like super emotional for me and it was like really really pretty and I couldn't get over how like vivid it was like I felt like it was real and it was amazing I loved it that dream Mm. have you heard of the Syrians or Sirius no so this is like a concept of star seeds, and so it's like a little bit esoteric, but it's um, about like Sirius or the Syrians are the um, like the dolphins um, from like another. There's like another planet of, of like dolphins. I'm probably saying this wrong, so if anybody knows more about star seeds, please don't. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. So it's like a planet of like these higher being higher dimensionals that are. Um, reminiscent of like dolphins and like marine life and they're like the Syrians <clears throat> and it's like just a form of star seed so I wonder if that has anything to do with your dream that is that's like the first thing I thought of when you're when you're talking about it because like it's dolphins and they're just very um intelligent creatures and they uh, there's a lot of people that say that dolphins are like not of this world because they're so intelligent oh well yeah, and they use like um, they use sounds to or like sonic. What is it called? The vibrations to communicate. Yeah, yeah, like the is it son? Not sonar. Is that sonar? I, I kept wanting to say sonograms, but that's yeah, it's sonar. You're right. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> when you were talking about like another world of dolphins, like a planet of dolphins and whatever, <laughs> it reminded me of, like, this episode, I'm not sure if it was Futurama or some other cartoon, but it was, like, dolphins were, like, infiltrating Earth to take over. It was, it was Futurama. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I love that episode. I love Futurama. I wish it was still on Netflix. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. I, I like that show, too. I used to watch it when I was younger. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long, but I remember that episode. Oh my god, what was that episode where Fry, he goes to the bank and because like, it's like a thousand years later, he had like millions of dollars in his bank account because of like interest. And then he just buys like a lot of coffee, like tons and tons of coffee. (laughs) Oh my my gosh. I like really really like shows that are um, like time traveling or like future based in the future, like science fiction or like fantasy I just like binge watched Harry Potter, not binge watched. I, I watched like one Harry Potter every two days and like from the very beginning and I'm on the very last one now and I'm like, oh, I don't want it to be over. But um, yeah, it's just funny. Like those are, I've, I've always been super drawn to like Lord of the Rings and like the Hobbit and like um, Star Wars and just like fantasy, like science fiction things, yeah. even yeah. like novels. Like I have a few science fiction novels. I'm like such a big nerd, but <laughs> I love it though. You're my nerd. Yeah, we're nerds together. I love it. Yeah. No. But, like, um, um, have you watched on Netflix? There's a show called. It's like a reality TV show. It's called The Circle. Oh, I haven't. Okay, I'm not sure if it's in the states, but it's in Netflix Canada, and it's just about like these people who are in like apartment buildings, and they it's like total social media like they like do DMs and like they like pictures and everything, and 
it's just, but they can't see each other face to face. So some people are catfishing and pretending they're like somebody else. What? It's like, it's hilarious. The show is so funny. You should I'll have to check it out. I don't normally like um, reality TV, but if it's like different like that, I might like it. Yeah, it's super cool. Like right now I'm watching, I watch the, um, the North American one. And right now I'm watching the French one. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to watch more of it. That's awesome. Yeah, I like, I, um, I'm trying to think of any shows I've been watching recently. I really like this Spanish show called Bray Bruja, and um, it's like Always a Witch. It's really good. It's about, um, you just have to watch it, but if you like, like, she's a time traveler, uh, witch, and yeah, I really like that show, and let's see what else. I don't really watch a lot of TV. I like Gaia TV, so I watch a lot of, like, like documentaries and stuff, and nerdy stuff, and um yeah, I love documentaries too. I have um me and Jesse, like um Jesse JJ Muser. We mm-hmm. love um crime and like serial killer documentaries. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like I swear, like we just talk about it and we like when we go when we like used to work together, like we just talk about the episode we watch and we go so deep into it. But I don't know why. Like we just love watching serial killer. Um, documentaries because it's just interesting to see how like their minds work yeah you guys are and and he's about mindset too so that makes sense he was for the people listening he was um on our creative our mental mental wellness and creativity episode right yeah yeah so he's our first guest first and only guest so far um yeah that, that that's interesting like I think you, you yeah you just like the inner workings of like the human mind and like how and why like what motivates them, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And that's so like, I'm really, I'm such a softy, like sensitive person that I, if I watched stuff like that, I wouldn't be able to go to bed for like weeks. So I, I stay away from them. I, <laughs> I get creeped out. Them. I get seriously creeped out. Like when I, like at nighttime, I'm like to my husband, I'm like, if someone comes into the house, you need to take care of them. Like I start getting really <laughs> paranoid. Right I get paranoid so much. I'm like, I, sometimes I need to go to the kitchen and get like a drink of water. I'm like, I wake up my husband. I'm like, okay, you have to come with me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially because you're walking downstairs, right? So that's different. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I feel super safe in my house now. Like it's just a, like a flat floor, like condo and um, yeah, it's pretty small. So I think smaller houses for me, I feel like are super safe. Yeah. I don't know why, but. Did you feel safe at your beach house? Yeah, I did. I felt really safe, even though I lived alone. Um, and it was a really safe neighborhood. And I was surrounded by like people, like neighbors I, I knew that were always outside. So I felt like even if, I don't know, I feel like they were always like looking outside. They're really like, one of the like, nosier neighbors, like in a, not in a bad way, but I feel like they would, I don't know, watch out for me or something. You know, I feel like they would see anything if it had ever happened. So yeah. I was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, I think my neighborhood, like my next door neighbor on the left, he's super cool. Like, like we love him. Like we go over in the summers for barbecues and we have dinner together. But my neighbor on the right, he's very like, um, him and his wife are very like, what's that word? Like private. They really like privacy. Mm -hmm. And so like, I know if some, they wouldn't care. They'd just be like, whatever happens, happens. (laughs) They see somebody breaking into your house and they're like, well, they're a problem. <laughs> they, would just, they would pretend they didn't see anything. 
<laughs> yeah, they're just like they shut their eyes really quick and walk away. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Like, I don't know. They're just very private people. So, like, we we don't bother them, but they don't bother us. So, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like everybody has neighbors like that. I had a couple of neighbors like that, too, yeah. um, back at my, that place I lived before the beach house. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I think, like, oh, there was this other, I think it was like this weekend, actually. I don't know why I told this to my husband, but have you ever watched the movie The Purge? I forget which purge. No, I stayed away from it. I like, like, I'm literally like, when I say I'm a softie, I, I'm a softie. Like, I don't watch anything like that. I don't even like scary movies. Yeah, I don't. Like, I've only watched like a few minutes of the purge, but like, I forget if it's like the second or third one. But when it's time for the purge, the family presses like this keypad and then like their like metal walls come down over their windows and their front door and everything. <laughs> oh my gosh that'd be so cool if that was real life like if you if we if everybody had that I know and I told my husband I was like we need this we need to have this he's yeah. like why I was like the zombies like what does zombies come the zombie apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified that that will happen someday <laughs> I don't so know why funny. One of my friends always says that that's going to happen because she always has dreams about it and I'm like it's just symbolic and she's like no it's real I'm like okay <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't want to talk to your friend. It'll scare me even more. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's great though. It's funny to hear. I, I love hearing about people's dreams. Like, I know some people don't really like it, but whenever somebody has a dream, I'm so interested in it because I just like deciphering it and like, I don't know. I, I have no idea why. I guess it's, maybe it's my version of like the crime documentaries because it's, but it's not real. <laughs> so <laughs> Like, like understanding the inner workings of somebody's mind, you know? Yeah. There's no. Like, there's the symbolic meanings, and like, in their subconscious. Yeah, I really like it. I've always been so fascinated by dreams, I think, because I've always, like, I've been, like, a lucid dreamer ever since I was um, a kid, and I, 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 like, like, every single dream, not every probably, like, 90% of my dreams, I, it's, it are lucid, so. Yeah. I, um, the way I test it is, like, I just fly. <laughs> So I like, jump up in the air and I'm like, if I'm flying, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a dream. <laughs> That's cool. Actually, since you like to decipher dreams, can you decipher one of mine? Sure. We're going to do a, a podcast. Dream the most like, ram- <laughs> not rambunctious, what is the word I'm looking for? The most random like hodgepodge episode ever. <laughs> but no, I like okay. Some people love hodgepodge. So true. Yeah. <laughs> Low brain. <laughs> okay. So my dream was like I was in this pure white marble room, like huge, 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 like massive marble room. And I was on one side of the room with like a hundred other people. And on the other side, there was another hundred people. And then we started running towards each other. And it was like a Spartan war, except like I could like fight and fly. So it was like hidden, like hidden tiger, flying dragon. What is it? Like what is oh, I know you're uh, flying Oh my gosh. I know you're talking about that. Like, hidden tiger. What's a crouching dragon? Crouching. Yeah, that's what it is. Crouching, crouching tiger, hidden dragon or something. <laughs> anyway, I was doing stuff like that and I had like spears and then we were fighting and there was like a lot of blood in this really white room. And yeah, it was just like, I don't know. It was like a samurai or a ninja or something. Oh my gosh. Um, I would say that's super creative. I, I like it. Um, <laughs> When you said the white room, I thought of like, 
purification. And then I thought of like strength when you said the crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Um, yeah, maybe it's like a, maybe it's symbolic of like your, your, um, you stepping into your power and being like ready to take on any like battle that comes your way. And like with the help of, in collaboration of like your like spear team and you know, like the people that you like your friends and, um, your family and whatnot, who are the, like on your side battling the, or it could be like the polarity of the, of the universe right now, which is like dark and light. Yeah. Right. So it's like, we're fighting, we're like light workers and we're fighting like the, not really fighting, I guess we should say like merging the darkness and, um, what's the word I, I, I really like for this, um, integrating, yeah. Integrating the darkness and the light. So it's like, but yours is more like, I don't know. I think that's more so like strength to me. I really like that like analysis because like I've been trying to figure out what it means and I just thought it was like a super cool dream and it was like one of my vivid dreams and it felt really real and it was like super cool to watch but yeah it was that's that's a really cool dream like I feel like that'd be really enjoyable like even though like you're but I mean it's it feels good to 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 be empowered like that especially in a dream it's not it's okay if you if you're, if you're fighting other people, I guess though, because I, I mean, I've done it. And especially if it's, it's probably, it was probably self-defense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like I have a lot of like really like vivid dreams that I sometimes I wish I didn't have to wake up from. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just had a dream that I was, um, <clears throat> there was this, I have a, a celebrity crush on this guy that is on a Netflix, Netflix show. Um, one of the newer Netflix shows, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it, but I'm going to say it because I am trying to be raw right now, but his name is Chase Stokes and I have a really big crush on him. Um, and, um, Google has name. Oh my gosh. Stop. stop. I'm doing it. Embarrassed. I have a big crush on him and, and I had a dream about, um, that I was like dating him, but he like cheated on me. So I was like, um, I woke up like saying, I hate you, which I don't say to anybody, but like, I was saying that to him and I woke up saying it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wonder if my roommates heard me saying it. Cause I was kind of said it loud and I'm like, I wonder, I do that a lot though. I wake up like talking. <laughs> I never do that. Like I've That's never done that weird. before. That's super weird. Like I, I, um, and I'm like, dang, I wonder how loud I was like screaming. I hate you. Like if I was saying it out loud, but <laughs> So I just Googled Chase Stokes. He's super cute. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just like him a lot. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. That's the only reason I, I watch the show, honestly. <laughs> All my celebrity crushes are either married or like with somebody. It makes me so sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's like, it's nice. To, it's nice to daydream though. Like that's what I, I've always been like, um, daydreamer like that especially when I was in school and more way way more boy crazy than I am now like I would just daydream about my crushes yeah like kind of embarrassing when I was supposed to be paying attention (laughs) I really like learning I was like I guess I'm more boy crazy than I like learning I don't know (laughs) no like even now like one of my daydreams is like I am Machine Gun Kelly's um personal like life coach Yeah, I'm sorry, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I have that daydream. So um Shinga Kelly is a life coach and every week we sit together in the office and he tells me all his problems. And 
I'm there to help him. <laughs> every 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 podcast you amaze me more and more. That's, that's amazing. So um yeah, that's my daydream these days. <laughs> I love it. That's a that's an amazing daydream. <laughs> uh, Machine gun Kelly, if you need a life coach, I'm here. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. I think we're gonna end with that. I feel like that's a high note, so I wanna kinda end with it. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you so much for listening to our hodgepodge episode. I'm pretty sure my mom is the only one that listens to these. So I think I'm Kelly does too. Yes. And Machine Gun Kelly. (laughs) Well, I hope you're all having a great day and we'll speak to you in the next episode. Thank you everybody. Bye. Bye.